Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound we all wait for. Happy, happy Friday. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Live and loco, it is 6.07. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Greg wanted to do a light little jazz kind of a snare thing oh, yeah. with, like, brush sticks. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> we'll pump it up. We're rock and roll. We're rock and roll. This here joint. You heard from corporate. Bob Rose owns this beautiful town. Yeah. I swear Area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's corporate, baby. That's right. And loving them some Bob Rose. Oh, yeah. Bring it in the Dollars. Dollars. Bring it into cash. All right. Uh, we've got a lot on our plate today. Jake Sullivan said something stupid. We'll get into that. <gasps> what? Shocking. Coverage Jean-Pierre said something stupid. What? Come on, yeah. Bob. Hunter said something stupid. No. Joe. Joe's just stupid. Jen Saki. Idiot. Okay. They all said stupid things. <sighs> yeah. We will. Uh, we shall pattern. expose them. Mm-hmm. For who they are, as we do over and over again. Hunter's done enough exposing, but thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, revenge pictures or oh, something. Oh, right. It, it wasn't yeah. even really him, right? Yeah, yeah it, was. it wasn't a real gun. It was thrown in a dumpster yeah. with his name on it. Yeah. All right. Um, there's a lot of little things, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ex-employee who stole $22 million from the Jaguars. Remember this story? Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was like a week ago. Something like that. The guy was uh, in head of, well, he was head of a lot of their financial <laughs> stuff. Was. And he allegedly stole $22 million. How do they not notice when it hits 20, let's say? You know, just asking for a friend. They don't have maybe that that flag or that ding, 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 yeah, ding. they should. Or you've lost cash. <laughs> yes. So this guy, Amit Patel, right, uh-huh. apparently uh, there was a way to dispose of that money, and I do say dispose of. Most people, we'd buy stuff. Sure. Um, you bet. Well, most people wouldn't take it to begin with because no. they realize, especially if they're money people, that yeah. somebody else might, like, audit that. Uh-huh. If you're in the financial world and you've never heard the word audit. Something's wrong. You probably should yeah. find something else to yeah, do. Different career. So apparently he had a terrible gambling oh, issue. Okay. And and what was terrible about it was he had a knack for losing. You think? Yeah. Don't he tell could, me he lost twenty two million dollars. 
Well, um, a good deal of it, it looks Are you like. serious? Wow. Oh, that, yeah. That's bad. He entered several high-stakes contests with buy-ins uh-huh. of around 24000 and bet nearly 500000 on fantasy tournaments over the past six years. Wow. Yep. So he's bad at finances and gambling. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how much do you have to lose before you go, you know, not really my well, thing. Yeah. So according to his attorney, Alex King, Patel lost approximately 99% of the stolen money through gambling and daily fantasy. That's wow. That's just wow. He, so I, what they're going to use is, you know, I couldn't help it. I was a compulsive gambler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course they will. Yeah. Well, if you're a compulsive alcoholic and you steal a bottle of liquor out of a cabinet, you may be held accountable. Yeah. But if you steal $22 million, mm. <laughs> yeah. Prosecutors are accusing Patel of skimming funds from the Jaguars virtual credit card program. Gee, what could go wrong with a virtual credit card? <laughs> Which he had oversight over, either by overstating or fabricating transactions and posing as legitimate business expenses. Yeah. The whole team needed all new equipment uh-huh. and oh, I bought everybody a Ferrari. I mean, it's twenty two million dollars. That's a lot of stuff that would need to show up if you actually spent it on something legit. Mm. Where's the stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not gambling debt. No. All right, one of your top stories, Jake Sullivan tells Israel to end intense war in time for the presidential election. Hey, I know you've been dealing with that Hamas thing, and yeah, murder, rape, cutting babies' heads off. I know, it's not cool, but it's equally not cool for you to be all going after them in this war while we're trying to get Biden reelected. Wow. I mean, how else do you boil it down? Mm. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, which, you know, I don't have the stuff in front of me now. Let's just say, for a guy who's still fairly young... Man, he has a track record of not a good one, in my opinion. Anyway, he reportedly told Israeli leaders Thursday that they should end the intense phase of fighting Hmm, against Hamas. You know, I can't believe that he said it. I believe that he could think it. Oh, sure. I believe that he would say it, but under different circumstances. Just yesterday. What was the story? The lead story coming out of Israel was 10 IDF, a military personnel, were killed by Hamas in at least a somewhat of an ambush-style surprise attack. So they just get attacked. And Sullivan's already saying, oh, yeah, we need to end it. Oh, Hamas didn't get that memo about intense. Pretty intense when you, you know, slaughter 10 IDF Mm -hmm. uh, guys. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. Hey, hey, we got to get Biden reelected. Wow. Priorities, huh? Biden is known to be suffering politically because of the war. Because of the war? I think it's because of the war. No. It's because he came out, at least with his mouth, being very supportive of Israel. That's what began the problems. I, I wasn't aware of how... This far, the far left weirdos had brainwashed people and young people and college students that 
there's somehow a moral equivalency mm-hmm. between the Palestinians and the Israeli population and that slaughtering innocent people because you feel oppressed is okay. I, I had no idea. Maybe the Biden administration didn't have any idea what the blowback was going to be. So you're seeing, and you'll further see, more appeasement to that side. Mm-hmm. They'll try to do it as covertly as they can, but yet still get their messaging across to the people who are squad-like, shall we say. Uh huh. All right. So you've got that going on. And uh, something good and positive locally we'll involving Santa Fe College and has to do with jobs. I'm going to share that with you coming up. Hunter can make his own decisions. Hunter can make his own decisions. He's made a lot of those. Yeah, he can He can make his own decisions. I don't know if he should make his own decisions. I don't know if he can make good decisions. He needs a babysitter. But more pearls of wisdom to be extolled by Corinne Jean-Pierre. Upcoming on this Friday edition of the Bob Rose Show, Greg Cassidy is here. Pump it up, brothers and sisters. It's Friday, and you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. It's one thing to be like, I'm not very much a fan of your president. Now, 10 p.m. nights. But to be protesting to kill the Jews, who is you to be here on our college campuses? GTFO. On 97.3 The Sky. Happy, happy Friday. Yeah, baby. Here it is. It is 621. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories, Jake Sullivan telling Israel, hey, hey, ratchet it back a little bit. Not so intense on the war thing. We got an election coming up over here, yo. Amazing. Yeah. We've got that. We've got some good news, too. Santa Fe College just received $3 million of grant uh, from Florida Commerce's Florida Job Growth Grant Fund, and they're going to develop an associate degree in engineering technology specializing in advanced manufacturing. This will help address the needs of business and industry. Uh, There's going to be a focus on uh, what will be the semiconductor training. Uh, They're going to put in a a new building and all this, uh, the Ralph W. Sellon Jr. Institute for Skilled Trades and Advanced Manufacturing. Whew, they got a lot of long names. Bottom yeah, line mouthful, is yeah. Santa Fe College and, and College of Central Florida. I mean, we are blessed with these great community-based colleges that are training people uh, where really the jobs are. I mean, you know, all these disputes about we better do something about college loans. We can't pay them. Very low cost with a huge return. So once again, uh, tip of the hat, Santa Fe College, way to go, getting a grant. And uh, teaching people and giving them skills, they're going to definitely help them succeed. And it's obviously good for Florida, good for the community. Love it. So keep up uh, the good work there. I guess it's, you know, things really took off when they hired Jay. Because that's who sent us the press release. I don't know how much. Oh, he's the assistant president. Oh. Assistant to the president? Oh, yeah. There's that. Sorry, Jay. Missed it by that much. (laughs) Give me 20% of that pay raise, brother, and I'll always call you the assistant. Whatever you want. Uh, Ah, president. So uh, good job, Jay, the whole crew over there, the whole gang. 
uh, doing good work. And uh, and that that deserves to be recognized. Those these are important roles uh, that these kinds of schools really, really uh, fulfill in the community. They do a darn good job. Yeah, they can be a stepping stone to a four-year university. Some of the programs they have right there, you don't have to go anywhere else. Yeah. Pretty, it's pretty awesome. It really is. is. And they've gotten awards. Aspen, number one. I don't know how many years. Many years. All right. So I like it when we've got good news and, you know? Yeah. Keep you, in a, keep you pumped up. Keep you in a good mood. All right? What do we have here? What do we have here? Oh, Eric Swalwell. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Remember him and his, <laughs> his chick? This little, yes, yeah. chick, uh, Fang Fang, wasn't that her name? Yeah. Fang Fang. Mm. Date a girl named Fang Fang? Gonna get bit? Uh, it's possible. Yeah. So listen to that. Why are we talking about Eric Swalwell? Where, where'd this come from? When Hunter Biden delivered remarks at a press conference Wednesday outside the Capitol, remember that? He decided not to testify in front of the House, which he was subpoenaed to do. But he shows up anyway, but he shows up on the Senate side. All of a sudden, there's a podium, a microphone there. He has prepared notes from his attorneys, and he goes on and does his spiel, claiming uh, all kinds of things, including I'm a victim, I'm a victim, Republicans are being mean to me, I'm a drug addict, help me. Oh, and Dad had nothing to do with any financial involvement in my company's businesses. Okay. Well, again, Swalwell, what's going on there? There was only one Democrat lawmaker actually there at his little impromptu press conference. And it was, in fact, uh, Congressman Eric Swalwell, the Democrat out of California who loves him some Chinese spy noodles. Uh In fact, according to reports, it was Swalwell that arranged for Biden's appearance. Huh. That's interesting. Swalwell told Politico his decision to do so was personal as well as political. Really? Hasn't he gotten a little too personal in the past in his job? Hasn't he gotten a little political, maybe? He just doesn't really have a good filter when it comes to people he should hang out (laughs) with. You know? His mom never Uh. told him about lying around with dogs, you end up with fleas kind of thing. Uh You know? There's absolutely zero evidence Hunter or his father acted corruptly, Swalwell said. Oh, my goodness. So I'm going to sit quietly and let MAGA Republicans do Trump's bidding in Congress. Okay, once again, Hmm. there's zero evidence they acted corruptly. Right. Well, all right. And just simply say, what did they do for the money? Hmm. Can you even answer that? What did they do for? We had a consulting firm. I mean, you'd think they'd at least try that. Sure. Yeah. But fifteen million spread around the family. Uh, oh yeah, that, look, uh, they've got the bank records. That's evidence. Yeah. You can't say it's zero evidence. You got bank records. They've got Hunter's laptop. <laughs> That's evidence of the self-incriminating nature. They've got Joe himself bragging about getting uh, this uh, this guy fired, mm-hmm. who was investigating Burisma. Where Joe's son just happened to have a board seat where it was paying like fifty to eighty thousand dollars a month. A month. A month. You can get by on that. Even in Ukraine. But once again, Swalwell swallowing the 
party line. Man. The talking point. What a joke. No evidence, zero evidence. There isn't any evidence without any evidence. Yeah. Hey, it's a, maybe it's a like her in. Republicans, you need to take a, a page out of the Democrat playbook and Hillary Clinton and just start making up evidence, right? Yeah. And just start yelling Russia, Russia, Russia. Worked for them. Yeah. Well, that's because they got the media in their hip pocket. It is now. Not us, though. It is 628 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Ton of stuff we're still going to get to. And it is a happy, happy Friday on 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. My father was not financially involved in my business. What we want is the facts. Contempt of Congress. As it happens, An investigation about public corruption at the highest level. The evidence mounting against the president cannot be ignored. The news station, Ukraine, and other issues. We have to secure America's border first. Congress needs to pass the supplemental funding. The Fed now signaling three interest rate cuts. All the news you need for your day. Call your smart speaker to play 97.3 The Sky. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I was trying to remember where I heard this. Zero evidence. There's zero evidence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, and, and it goes way back. Hmm. And I'll get to that in just a minute, but first, it is 6.38. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday, my friends. Yeah, baby. Weekend. So, I told you in the last segment, Eric Swalwell, of all people, is the one who helped to set up the little press event for Hunter to do his little dog and pony show. Yeah, here's my side of it. And you mean MAGA Republicans are really, really mean. And you're picking on me, and I'm a drug addict, and my dad had nothing to do financially with my businesses. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Eric Swalwell, thanks. Um, Oh, and yeah, there's, oh, by the way, Eric Swalwell said, there's absolutely zero evidence Hunter or his father acted corruptly, really. Mm -hmm. And then Corinne Jean-Pierre, who of course received the same talking points, has to mention that as well. There's no evidence. There's wait, wait, but there's no evidence. But wait. There is no evidence that the president has done wrong. How much? Me. There's none. 
Absolutely none. Really? None. None. And that is just a fact. You've heard it from Republicans themselves. They never they named one. Well, you've heard it from Republicans themselves. That would be like a, a Liz Cheney comment. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 But uh, they still, the, I mean, they, they throw that out a lot. They've not, they've not called anybody out or named anybody that I've heard. They just use that line. Now, at least the last uh, group of people that used this whole zero evidence thing, yep. um, at, at least they had a leg to stand on. It was um, like, you know, it was in December, um, back oh. in 41. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of damage was done at Pearl Harbor. Yes, and, a lot. And so the Japanese representative said, you have zero evidence that we attacked Pearl Harbor. Zero evidence. Oh. And he wasn't lying. Okay. You haven't figured it out yet? The planes used to bombard Pearl Harbor were known as zeros. So there was uh, zero evidence. Interesting. Huh? Interesting. Huh? Am I stretching? Yeah, Am I mind bending a Just little too early for you, Greg? A little bit. Yeah, it'd be like Stretch Armstrong with your brain. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flashback. Interesting. It reminds me. Yeah. I can't. I'm sorry. Squirrel. Yeah. I'm ADD. Here's a squirrel. I saw a little meme, like a little, uh, scr- like a reel, yeah. which, by the way, when I'm looking at reels on my phone, uh-huh. I cannot receive a phone call. I don't even know somebody called at all. Really? Yes. That's an interesting priority. It is. And then I, I looked it up, and apparently iPhones had issues with that, but yeah. I don't have I have an Android, right. and I didn't really get to the bottom of it why that okay. happens. There's some glitch somewhere. I, if anybody else knows the fix for that. Does it uh, go to voicemail? Yes, it'll do that. Okay. But it doesn't even, like, ring on my end or prompt me. Usually, you know, it'll prompt if something. Now, texts, it'll prompt me. It'll it'll pop up, but not a call. If you're somewhere in your notifications that you can adjust that. Maybe. There's this thing called settings on your phone. Yeah. (laughs) I usually go straight to sun settings and Uh, look at the pretty pictures. Oh, look at you. But uh, uh, I'm sure somebody knows, so they'll they'll probably let me know. So this again, uh, another tangent, off track, squirrel. Yes, it's Friday. I'm watching Sam Kinison. Oh my goodness! Now, I can't do the, all the language he does. No, you shouldn't. But if you like the job, he's like he's like he's like yeah. He's <laughs> oh no! And these and, and and one day, this guy, he said, you know, we've been driving and bringing you food now for like 30, 40 years. You know, and he says, and it dawned us on the way here, you know, uh, we need to get you luggage and U-Hauls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about the Ethiopian. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, so that you can move to where the food is. Yes. The food. Come here. Come here. Come here. You see this? You see this? That's sand. Nothing's going to grow there ever, ever, ever. That was a weird bit. You live in a desert. Yes. I saw oh, where the food is. Yes. Sorry. Sam Kennison, uh, Bob's hero. Well, he was your hero, too. Well, I liked the before. You liked the after. He was a preacher. Yes, he was. He was a fiery preacher, gifted. too. Gifted? Well, yes. clearly he was gifted. And, yes. Uh-huh. And he, well, he used it for self. Mm-hmm. 
you know? It was really weird because it's probably on YouTube somewhere. There's actually his last interview. He's on one of the talk, you know, evening talk shows or whatever. And you can see an awkwardness in him because hmm. he's, he's actually saying, well, you know, to, to my fans, meeting people who liked him as a, a minister, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Hollywood, uh, you know, I'm going to be spending some time in Hollywood. Uh, oh, this is when he was switching over to the Hollywood. Life is going to be changing. A lot of changes coming. And I'm thinking, wow, they had no idea what was coming, that he would go from, again, a fiery Pentecostal style preacher to the, one of the most profane, you know, stand up comics of, of his of his era. And and then it, it and then the people he was hanging out with what are, what's her name Jessica Hahn mm-hmm. who was tied in with the Jim Baker thing and they're doing things in Playboy I mean it's, it's just like it just spiraled from from one type of person to a totally different flip you know flip the coin kind of thing you, you know and I wonder if he had lived longer would mm. he have made the transition oh, wow. back and found his way back home and used yeah. his celebrity for good? That's an interesting thought. Yeah. But a uh, car crash took that option away. Mm-hmm. Mm. Makes you think. I hope that maybe he asked for forgiveness and the good Lord said, I'm not going to give you another 20 seconds to think about it because... yeah. yeah. So I will snatch you up, boy. We know who you are and what you're doing. Uh, you yeah. never know. Something to think about. Zero evidence. Yeah, we're back to the yeah, we bomb Pearl Harbor. <laughs> There's zero yeah. evidence. Uh-huh. Okay. 645. I know that was a stretch. 645 on the Bob Rose Show. A lot more stretching coming up even before we get to the 9 o'clock stretch. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. The Democrat Party has been the breeding ground of anti-American hate for a long, long time. Six weeknights. Turning one group of Americans against another group of Americans. On 97.3 The Sky. I guess that's my cue. Thank you. It's a good thing we have a uh, stage producer here. That's what I do. That's one of the things you do as executive producer. Yeah. You're the CEO of the show. Wow. I get a raise? No, and you don't get anybody to help you. Oh, okay. Thanks. You just have to deal with me. Oh, Heard, you just have to hurt a singular cat. Wow. I know. You have your hands full, don't you? Mm. Good morning, my friends. Happy, happy Friday. The weekend's here at 651. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here keeping us between the lines and out of the ditches, hopefully. And 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 so, who is going to keep Fox News under control? Who, who is going to police them? You know, I love to pick on the lefty media because sure. it's easy, fun, and needs to be done. But they've turned the tables around. I just saw this somehow. I ended up on the email end of this, and um, this is CNN uh, reliable sources. Oliver Darcy. Policing Fox. You got to listen to this. What? Yeah. Fox News viewers have received an early Christmas gift, an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Republicans, under considerable pressure from and encouraged by the right wing channel and larger Hmm. hyper partisan universe in which their constituents reside. 
unanimously moved this week to open a formal impeachment inquiry into the president despite no credible evidence that he has committed any criminal wrongdoing. They got the email, didn't they? The decision to approve the impeachment inquiry should come as little to no surprise to observers of the, ready, polluted media landscape in which Republicans get their news. A polluted media landscape. You know, when I think of landscape, Mm -hmm. I think of little bushes and shrubs, Mm -hmm. flowers, some other kind of adornments into bigger shrubbery, and then trees. In other words, there's a lot of things going on there. When they talk about uh, this, in the, you know, in the way that they're utilizing this, they're saying that this media landscape, which you would think would include lots of media outlets, uh, no, they're pretty much talking about Fox. <laughs> just, just one. Which is interesting because it's like you have 90% of the media on your side, so to speak. Really, I mean, clearly uh-huh. on your side. Sure. And you still can't stand that there is some outlet that isn't completely off their rocker left of center. Wow. Which is even, it's even further interesting because those of us who have observed and been Fox uh, News consumers for a long time, we're actually questioning where the heck they're going. Yeah. Uh, aside from a few of their hosts, you know, one has to wonder. You can't, they're not all in, as one mm-hmm. might say, but to these people, oh yeah, they are. An impeachment of Biden has been a right-wing media fever dream for years. A fever dream. Okay. With calls to bring an inquiry against him dating back to even before Biden was inaugurated into the White House. Do you know why that would be? Because out of Biden's own lips, he talked about the story of getting the guy fired who was investigating Burisma. Mm -hmm. He did that in like January of what, 18? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And, and and we knew there was or thought there was some shenanigans while he was the vice president. So that's why there was talk of this before he was even inaugurated. Now, do you want to compare that to Trump and how you came up with these outrageous lies that where they took a Hillary Clinton lie made up, expanded on that? And the media loved it and still to this day will say things like Trump and Russia collusion Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then the writer goes on to say, while Fox News and the other organs in the MAGA media space, other organs, uh, have worked overtime throughout 2023 to defend Donald Trump and absolve him of any wrongdoing. They have also simultaneously worked to portray Biden as a key player in what they characterize as a sprawling criminal enterprise headed by him and his son, Hunter. Yeah, that's accurate. That's fair. Yeah. The right-wing media system is voracious, and they've been extremely hungry for this kind of outrage fuel, says Charlie Sykes, editor of the conservative anti-Trump publication The Bulwark. Plus, it gives them the counter-programming to Trump trials they desperately want. No. No. We're not looking for counter-programming to Trump trials. Bring the Trump trials. Every time somebody watches what's going on there, they see the injustice at hand and the use of government power to punish a political enemy. That's one scenario. The other situation is you very well may have a criminal in the White House who might be leveraged by powers like the Chinese Communist Party 
That's a matter of national security, not a partisan issue, you bozo. There's a lot more to talk about coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Hang in there. Each year, the sky knows it gets worse and worse. No, that's a holiday treat. Political correctness. Political correctness. They're afraid to say Merry Christmas. The mad rush for gifts. I am spending more. Because I like to spend money. And while it seems the true meaning of Christmas is fading. Presents to open. Anything that's wrapped. Know that it is alive and well at News Talk 97.3. The sky. Jesus' birthday. From our family to yours. Jesus' birthday. Merry Christmas. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy, happy, happy Friday, baby. The weekend is here. Good morning and welcome. It is 7.06. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy. Hey. Playing David Cassidy. Hey. Hey, I could have made you Danny. Oh, No. Danny Bonaducci. Hey, you want a box or something? Hey, I'm not saying you're the redheaded stepchild, but you kind of look like him. Yeah. <laughs> he was a character, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah. Uh, happy, happy, happy weekend, my friends. A lot of things going on. Road to Bethlehem is going on. That's at High Springs, Camp Kalakwa. They do it Saturday and Sunday. They have like a village scenario, and then they play out the, uh, you know, the whole birth thing, the whole reason for the season. Now, you know, there's going to be some weather, but don't, you know, be prepared and then keep an eye on the weather because, you know, it may, you know how these things go. We want to prepare you, not scare you, but a lot of times these things don't materialize. We could be expecting some heavy rains and a lot of winds over the weekend for this uh, low pressure center. I guess it's kind of firing up in the, in the Gulf, but um, just, just pay attention to it. And see, and hopefully they'll still be able to uh, uh, pull the event off. That's Saturday and Sunday, Camp Kalakwa and uh, Road to Bethlehem. Well, the weather didn't stop Jesus, I'm just saying. What was the weather like? Actually, from what I've seen, they actually speculate it would have been more like the June time of year, actually. I heard August, but yeah, yeah more yeah, summer than winter. Summer than winter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, folks, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, hopefully... Uh, you got your power restored if you're in the New York area. A brief power outage affected countless New Yorkers. This happened last night, leaving some trapped in elevators as smoke was seen rising above a Brooklyn power plant. Shortly before midnight, ex-users across the Big Apple posted their lights flickering. Others even reported uh, Internet outages. One video on social media showed smoke coming from the Con Edison substation, Vinegar Hill, Brooklyn, where police said they received a 911 call for an explosion. Con Ed employees were restoring a transmission line at the Farragut substation on John Street when there was a disruption causing a citywide power surge. Con Ed said it experienced an issue at a substation in the borough, which led to a dip or surge in power. Yes. 
And if it had been a terrorist attack, maybe people would have been promptly told to uh, evacuate the city and their electric cars, which they would then plug in and, oh, that's right, the oh, power's out. There's a problem there. Yeah. Do we have the infrastructure to sustain everybody driving an electric car? Uh, the answer is not debatable. The answer is an absolute positive no. Congress set aside $7.5 billion to build these uh, little charge-up stations. They haven't built a single one, not one. What's Joe Biden doing? Now, that money's set aside, supposedly, or, or are they building charging stations in Ukraine? Uh, we laugh. Are they building charging stations for illegals? Hey, right before you cross the border, get that car charged up. That way, that way we won't have to fly you to all parts of the interior of the U.S. mainland. You can drive yourself. That's crazy. Oh, Don't give many thoughts. Speaking of crazy news, you know, here's usually how it works. Big universities, they have a lot of scholarships they can give away. You know, aside from the academic stuff, they have athletic scholarships. And that's what you use to bring in good athletes. Hey, we're going to pay for your education. Well, some people don't know it, but, yeah, football is heavily scholarshiped. Football can afford it. I mean, football brings in a lot of money. The other sports don't bring in as much money, so they're limited. I, I want to say, like, UF's baseball program, I think they have, like, 11 or 12. That's it? That's it. Wow. Yeah. So think about it. And, and what they do with a lot of those is – if the player can afford it and they agree to it, you know, they give you like, say, a half. Give you like a half ride or something. That way they can take one scholarship and split it up. So University of Washington, you know, look, it's very similar there, too. It's a big school, but they only give 12 scholarships for their female volleyball players. And you probably already know where this is heading. A male-born transgender athlete appears set to be awarded one of only 12 female volleyball scholarships at the University of Washington. Tat, his name is Tate Tate. Dragaset. I'm not making this up. Really? Tate Dragaset. Okay. 17-year-old transgender girl in uh, parentheses or whatever, who apparently began transitioning way back at the age of 12, made a verbal commitment to attend the school in June and will be awarded one of Washington's Division I athletic scholarships. Uh, Dragaset has already been part of several girls' volleyball teams that made it to state championships. Imagine if you played on a a team against some, you know, a team that has a trans, somebody who's biologically male. He was named MVP at the Girls' Junior uh-huh. National Championships. Well, imagine you're somebody else playing with them, against them all those years. You're working, the, you know, you're working your butt off trying to get, you know, somebody to pick you up, and you miss out because they give one of only 12 yep. to a dude? Come on. Well, this guy began trans uh, transitioning so many years ago, at the age of 12, apparently, that but a lot of the people don't even know. They don't know. Yeah. Even though this guy playing as a woman has gotten all kinds of accolades, uh, what has been less well-known is that Dragoset is transgender and was born a male. None of his team, schools, or volleyball associations have revealed that he is a male playing as a transgender girl. Hmm. 
Parents of girls that Dragaset has faced on the court, though, have reportedly talked about the situation for years, with many furious that the taller, more powerful Dragaset has been facing down and taking opportunities from natural-born girls for years. But many are what? Afraid to speak out for fear that they'd be targeted as haters and that their daughters would end up being punished for it. Everyone is scared of how their child will be treated if they speak up. Look, you, you got to draw that line in the sand. I mean, whether it's regular volleyball or beach volleyball, you got to draw that line in the sand. And you got to say enough's enough, and the parents need to stick together. We're not accepting of this. We're not being mean. We're not being hurtful. We're saying this is wrong, and we're not going to put up with it anymore. And, and as long as a few of these squeaky, weird, woke oddballs have their way, they're going to continue to expand on that power. You can't let them do that. You know, that's like being like a prisoner of war and there's one guy guarding 500 people. Right. It's like, right. Stand why, up. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're taking a chance. But if you work collectively, the yes. outcome will probably be positive. These parents should just take their daughters home and say, all right, play without them. That's right. Go for it. Knock yourself yeah, out. Yeah, sit out. Yep. We're just going to sit out. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's what's happening. So, and and for people who question that, well, what happens at the college level? Well, here you go. Yeah, scholarship taken away from somebody else who could have been just as deserving, given to somebody who's biological male playing girls women's volleyball. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Lars from Mars, you're on the air. Good morning, Bob. This is one of my favorite subjects. Women's liberation has fought for years and years to make themselves equal with men. And now that they are effectively equal with men, men want to uh, access the perks that women experience. Uh, that's why they get involved in women's sports, so they can actually win because they can't compete with men. But the other thing is that maybe women are starting to realize that they had their ladder lead against the wrong wall. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank you very much. There you go. <laughs> Good morning. Rise and shine and happy Friday, my friends. It is 716. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And download that Odyssey app I've been talking about. A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. And then search 97.3 The Sky. There's all sorts of benefits to having that, including checking out podcasts and previous broadcasts. All right. Coming up next. What's bugging you? A chance for you to call in, air it out, whatever it is. So, you know, you can kind of drop that baggage for the weekend and be maybe a little happier. Yeah, we provide that service. Well, we do. And Florida Pest Control, the only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. What's bugging you is next. Call now, 877-975-9825. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on. There's a lot of stake. A lot of damage. The time has come for you to sound off. All of these things are happening all at once. What's bugging you for Florida Pest Control on 97.3 The Sky. Hey there. Happy Friday. Good morning. You're tuned to the Pop Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here and it's time for What's Bugging You. Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Call in now. Air it out. Get it off your chest. 877-975-9825. Justin, what's bugging you? Good morning, fellas. Well, what's bugging me is what you were talking about earlier, and I'll tell a super quick story. My mom, she was in the Gulf War, 
and she was in the army and they used to play football uh when she was in the national guard and she actually this was flag football and she actually got a concussion playing flag football because it was men and women playing and you know just to touch on what you said earlier real quick those people who gave that scholarship are the ones who need to be punished um that's cheating period and they should not be recognized thank you yeah and you mentioned the danger aspect of people getting hurt too which they there are several stories related to that as well nostradamus what's making you smile Hey, happy Friday, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, what's bugging me is Bug. uh, what's bugging me is uh, they want 110 billion dollars for this aid package that they can't get through. Okay, 61 billion is supposedly going to Ukraine if it goes through. Now, where's the other 49 billion going? They never say where that 49 that other 49 billion dollars is going. And we know it's not going to secure our border because that's why it's being held up because they don't want to pay for anything for securing the border. So where's it going? I've heard that it's going to Israel, but, you know, online, but they don't ever say where it's going. And Nikki Haley says that, you know, the United States needs Israel more than Israel needs the United States. Well, if that's the case, then why do we give Israel $4 billion a year? And why does uh, why do they need our aid now? If- yeah, I, yeah, I don't know that if it's one way or another, but you're right. We already give them. Uh, a tremendous amount of aid. Now they're a great ally and a very uh, a tinderbox kind of re, uh, region. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so there's that. But uh, good point. I'm assuming that money was going to Israel. But yeah, I don't know if they have been very, very specific about it. I wouldn't be surprised if they're not. Of course. Eight seven seven nine seven five nine eight two five. Don't be shy. Call in now for what's bugging you. And let's go to Thunder Dave. What's bugging you? Hey, Bob and Greg, what's what's bugging me is all this transgender stupidity. Back in high school, I was on the uh, state championship cross-country team. And that same year, our senior year, uh, the women's volleyball team won state championship, too. And so the two of us, we always supported each other and everything. And we decided it'd be fun to do an exhibition game for the school. So the, the boys' cross-country team played the women's state championship volleyball team. So here's a bunch of skinny guys who never trained in volleyball, and yet we beat the state championship girls team two out of three. So that just goes to show you that it's it's the physiology of the males that's superior to the females. Yeah, I mean, it's anecdotal, but you think about it, especially at volleyball, there's like you have to cover this amount of territory. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a taller male... And faster reflexes can cover more of that territory more effectively. So that alone gives you an advantage. Well, remember, our big shot female soccer team got beat by a bunch of high school dudes. Several times. Yes. Several times they got beat. They admitted it, and it's out there. And they were like world champs. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's go to Tony. What's bugging you? Former Speaker Paul Ryan's bugging me, Bob. He came out of his hole yesterday and said Trump's a narcissistic, authoritarian dictator, blah, blah, blah. He praised Liz Cheney for her quote, oh. her heroism and patriotism. You know, Bob, these, these so-called – he also said uh, Trump wasn't conservative enough. That was another one. These people, Bob, really irritate me because with friends like this, who needs Democrat enemies when they can just do it? And what they're really doing, they're seeding the people to say, you know what, it's okay not to go for Trump. Mm-hmm. He's got 50 points in the polls. He's going to be the primary. 
but they're giving people an excuse because they're Biden supporters. These are Democrats in Republican clothing. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, yeah. that's frustrating. Uh, it, it, again, I asked the question as part of a promo that I did, you know, ask these people like Paul Ryan, if you think Democrat principles and philosophies and policies are mm-hmm. superior to those uh, represented by Republicans, then why aren't you a Democrat? Right. And if you believe that Republican uh, policies are superior, then why are you trying to destroy your own party? Because you know the vacuum will be filled by a Democrat politician. And that you could plug into any election. But in this case, you know, it's for president of the United States. I mean, what do you believe? And and they'll try to make it more of a personal thing. Oh, it's not Republican principles. Uh, it's the Trump thing. Yeah, but Trump... He didn't get away from any of the Republican policies and philosophies. Randy, what's bugging you? Hey, Bob. Just touching up on that gentleman that called, basically, you know, you have to be blind to not see that these people just for years, the neocons, the the, the, the rhinos, the Democrats, all they've been doing, all they did was they beefed up Russia. They We forgot Hillary sold them the uh, the, the uranium to get him where he's at now. I mean, you have to be a, to turn a blind eye and not see the truth. You really got to be a liberal lunatic to take that and just run, keep running with it with the with the lie and the farce about Trump. We're glad that Trump came because a lot of people woke up, put on those sunglasses, saw what the reality is, and now we're in the fight to try to keep this alive because this is our last nation. This is the last nation, free nation in the world. Yeah, yeah. Love the movie reference to the sunglasses there. If you and, haven't seen and, it, you don't know. Yeah, and for how long? Yeah. How long can we hang in there? Mm-hmm. 728 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks for your participation. What's bugging you? Brought to you by Florida Pest Control. Coming up, they came for your gas stove. Now they want your ceiling fan? What? Details on the way. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Christmas. I love the season. It's my favorite time of the year. Feeling the spirit. Cheers me up. Makes you feel very warm inside. It just makes me feel good. All season long. Merry Christmas. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Pump it up. Jump it up. Whatever you got to do. It is Friday, my friends. Rise and shine. Let's get it done. It's 736. And you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. You know, we don't have any problems with Iran and their support of of these terrorist organizations, the Houthis and Hezbollah and Hamas, to name three. Well, we don't have any problems with our borders being overrun and people on the terrorist watch list and getting fentanyl across. It's killing 70,000 Americans a year. Not to mention sex slavery, children's sex slavery, and all that's going on there with the border. Inflation having a crippling effect on Americans as people use their credit cards more and more and dip into their 401ks, which are underfunded to begin with in many cases. Now, we don't have any of those problems, right? And if we didn't have any of those problems, then you want to go nitpicking down the road of things you think you can make better. That'd be one thing. But while you've got these clear elephants in the room, the Biden administration, well, they're really good because they can walk and chew gum at the same time. They can deal with or ineffectively deal with the issues aforementioned 
And they can also at the same time take your gas stove away from you because it's bad. Now they want your ceiling fan. Oh, I've heard everything now. Yep. Uh, Josh Brechin, uh, a congressman from Oklahoma, is leading the fight against an expensive Biden administration proposed rule attacking ceiling fans, a puzzling regulatory target that nonetheless could have serious impacts on small businesses and working Americans, who they don't clearly care about. In June, Department of Energy released new energy conservation guidelines for ceiling fans, which the agency says this is their own numbers. After telling you to do this, they're saying it'll cost a staggering $86.6 million a year for manufacturers. Oh, my goodness. And if manufacturers are paying that, they have no choice but to pass along to... A silly consumers. Does this administration, like, have the goal of making every single thing in our life cost more? That's a reasonable question. It would appear that might be a part of the program that will lead to more chaos and discontent. Yeah. I mean, they're redoing stoves and water heaters. We They, they want us to buy $100,000 electric pickup trucks. Uh, and now we're, we're messing with the ceiling fan industry. If you make people economically miserable for a long enough period of time, they will accept anything as a way out, even mm-hmm. if there isn't really a way out. Just to hear it, they'll do that. Mm. Look, you can look at how communism and socialism spread and took over uh, in many parts of the world, in- including Cuba. The people eventually kind of give up, as you will, for the promise of something better. But when that promise is uh, the government will decide who gets what, it's not going to turn out well. But people keep falling for it anyway. So this uh, congressman and the co-sponsors of the new bill, the Small Business Ceiling Fan Manufacturer Protection Act, says it would stop the Biden administration's policy and protect small manufacturers of ceiling fans from going out of business. You know, you wonder, are they raising the standards for the efficiency of a ceiling fan because they know the Chinese are already capable of producing that energy-efficient fan, and American producers are not tooled up to be able to do that? Boy, it sounds a lot like battery-operated electric vehicles. Hmm. As soon as you know that China has cornered the market of rare earth minerals and the production of those minerals into usable batteries, once they completely have it nailed down, then you shove electric cars down everyone's throat. This is just another extension of that. Enriching the Chinese and making American businesses suffer, which makes the American population, especially those lower on the socioeconomic ladder, suffer even more. But Bob, Joe didn't do anything wrong. No, right. And there's zero. Zero. Zero evidence. Mm. Yeah. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Donnie, you're on the air. Good morning, Bob. I don't think people realize uh, just how bad the administrative state is and the rulemaking. I mean, I'm sure you have a very expensive washer and dryer at home, just like me, that doesn't really work very good. It doesn't really wash clothes good, and it sure as hell doesn't dry my clothing. I have to run it about four times, whereas once I used to be able to dry it for 45 minutes. And that's the way government thinks. 
Um, I heard Democrats talking about aid to Ukraine the other day, saying, well, we're just giving them our old stuff, and we're pumping this money right back into manufacturing more stuff. So their answer is, borrow more money and spend it. It doesn't matter. It's still going to cause uh, massive inflation. That's the Democrats and the bureaucratic state for you. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I like the point you made about, yeah, like the washing machine or the dryer. For Under the name of efficiency, it reminds me of the old toilets. Yes. Hey, this toilet will save money mm-hmm. uh, or save water. Remember right. that? Save yes. water. Yeah. 32 flushes later, I go, mm. now I know it's more efficient than the old-fashioned toilet, but I never remember mm-hmm. having to flush multiple times. Now, I have to say the technology is much improved, but initially yeah. there could not have been a gain in efficiency. Well, it was and, impossible. And the new washers are like that, too. Look how little, unless you, like, we've got a, a, a button on our new one that says deep fill. You have to push that, or you're going to get about, you know, eight or nine or inches of water mm-hmm. in, 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 the, in the tub, because... Their efficient mode is saving you water. Yeah, but then you're not really cleaning the clothes very good. I found a way around it. I don't even do laundry. I hang it on a line, and I just spritz it with a little bit of water. And then let it, well, you could just let it, put it on the line, let it rain, and then dry. Autom- I never even naturally. thought of that. See, it, it, it wow. would rain naturally, clean, and then solar would actually dry your clothes. I mean, the thing is, Americans, we don't necessarily need our clothes washed per se do you know what i mean it's not like we're working in factories mm-hmm. um all you're doing is getting out uh, skin particles sweat particles whatever random right. dust you've picked up for if the most you're not part a mechanic or you work in a factory then yeah how dirty do your clothes really get right so that's how they're able to get away with these things that yeah. a little spritz of water oh that ought to do it yeah mm-hmm. yep we push the button every time. More water. <laughs> More water. I'm paying GRU. I will use whatever water I want. Are they gonna Can you imagine Department anyway? of the Department of Energy? Yeah. Which you would think, hey, as a Department of Energy, we patted ourselves on the back because Americans are energy efficient. But it sounds like the Department of Energy actually works against American citizens. They work against things that we used to think were good, like energy, you know, independence. Here's a thought. Are they trying to save us electric on other things because they know we're going to need it for charging our electric cars? Well, look, and if that Um, made enough of a difference, that'd be one thing. But it's just like climate change. Yeah. Without India, Russia, and China, you are Mm -hmm. doing things in the wind that will just splash back in your face and probably won't smell very good. Probably get on your clothes, and then you're going to need to wash them. A real washer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Even though initially it comes out sterile. Mm-hmm. Just so you know that. You've watched too many TV shows. I was stranded on a boat one time. It saved my life. Mm. Okay, I made that up. Okay. Saw it in a movie, though. Yeah. Must be true. Must be true. It was in a movie, and it was in a sitcom. So that pretty much does it. So the holidays are coming. Yeah, you noticed that. Yeah. And Greg, his schmooze tour continues. True. Lucky you don't live in Boston. Really? Boston? Well, that'd be one schmooze party you wouldn't be invited to. Really? White boy. Oh, that one. Is there more of a story? I mean, we did the story yesterday, right? Oh, she keeps kind of digging in deeper. Oh, no. You got you can't miss this then. Mm-hmm. You can't miss this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 745 <laughs> on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend is here. And you're listening to 97.3 The Sky or hopefully on the Odyssey app at some point. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it today and search for 97.3 The Sky.
Hannity. All bets are off. Three weekdays. Whatever they have to do to protect themselves, the Israelis will do. They are prepared to deal with Iran. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Gator football schedule came out. They're going to get slaughtered. Sorry. Just uh, wow. cut to the chase. You know what I'm saying? What, are you looking into the future here or what? Come on. Uh, it just came out. Oh. Oh, oh you, you mean wins and Your losses? Part, yeah, uh, right. Well, oh. I can take uh, – uh, you don't have to be that educated to take a pretty uh, accurate guess. Mm. Not good. But uh, we'll get to that. We'll touch on it for a second. But it's 7.51 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday, my friends. These kinds of stories irritate, Uh-oh. and they should. And it just goes to show you another reason why you shouldn't support Democrats. You have to watch carefully their policies, their lying, and the stuff that just plain doesn't make sense. This mayor in Boston's embroiled in, I guess, somewhat of a controversy. She excluded white city council members from a, an elects or an electeds of color party. Let's uh, let me take this apart for you in just a second, because I'm going to tell you about the privilege of color, not white privilege, privilege of color. Yeah. And I'm going to dig into this a little bit for you. okay? All right. So the person in question is the Boston, Massachusetts mayor, Michelle Wu. So first off, let's start by this. Mm -hmm. We have people holding high-level positions across the board in the corporate world, in politics, government, everywhere now, of all different colors. Right. Diversity is here. It is real. It's diversity is a good thing, but not for the sake of diversity, not for the sake of identity politics. Right. Because the way in some circles it is being promoted, pursued, and utilized, it clearly is nothing short of spitting on the grave of Martin Luther King Jr. That's what you're doing. You're spitting on his grave. When he said, I would like us to get to a point where we judge each other by the content of our character, not by the color of our skin. Clearly, Michelle Wu is segregating people based on the color of their skin, Mm -hmm. and inviting those of color to a party and disinviting, because she accidentally sent it to everyone on the city council, disinviting the white members. So these are all actually city council members. That's correct. not random public, random office folks. Seven out of 13 council members are white. They were all uninvited. And listen to what she says about it. She says, yeah, I admitted I accidentally invited them to the party, which was meant to exclude them. Those are her words. I meant to exclude. Mm-hmm. Does she know what exclusion means? She's a mayor. Wow. Okay. Wow. And then she said, and I love this, she said it was an honest mistake. Inviting An them. honest, was an honest mistake. mistake. Honest wow. mistake. Okay. Let's dig into this. Mm. So- The idea of having this group of electeds of color is nothing new. There there are groups like that. Well, you've got the, uh, you know, the black, um, what do you call it, in Congress? Caucus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, uh, yeah, and that's not a huge problem. Now, a party's something different, okay, I think, and especially if you're just inviting some members of the city council, and who's paying for it? Is the city paying for it? And clearly, you're way out of bounds, lady. Mm. That's number one. But let's see what a tough life that she has overcome and wants to 
hang out with other people who have faced, you know, such scrutiny of being a person of color is not easy. You're being picked on. That poor woman had to suffer through going to Harvard University, (laughs) oh, wait, and Uh Harvard Law School. Oh. I mean, you talk about somebody who has had life stacked up against them. Oh, my goodness. Growing up in suburban Chicago, going to the most elite public high school in the area Mm -hmm. that's public. And then, oh, oh, because maybe the color of her skin, she, her privilege of color helped her to get into Harvard, perhaps. But maybe it was just based on pure intellect. That, that's awesome, too. She's not showing but it. But now, how are you relating to other people of color, especially those who might have actually had a tough go of it? Oh, and of course, some of the white city council members may have had difficulty in their early life. Maybe they didn't get all that white privilege we're all supposedly getting. Yeah. We've got a lot more coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Happy Friday. America stands with our ally Israel. War. The battle for the future of the Middle East. The fight against terrorism in Israel. There's no justification for terrorism. Get breaking news on the sky. The hostage is released. From the river to the sea means there is no Israel. Hear about it first. A ceasefire would be a benefit to Hamas. Hamas. Rape pregnant women. That's who Hamas is. Attacks on American personnel. Backed by Iran. Talk about it now. We have a lot of things to say. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Happy, happy Friday. The weekend is here, and you're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's approaching 8.07. Yeah, we're keeping an eye on uh, what the weather may or may not do. Uh, some forecasts are calling for maybe some nasty stuff coming through our, our area on the weekend and uh, possibly bringing... Uh, a, a lot of rain mm-hmm. and high winds, but it, it, possible. So just keep an eye on this stuff as it may or may not develop and may or may not affect your particular area and uh, and the time of day. So I still want people to be able to take advantage of great events that are going on this weekend, like the Road to Bethlehem that they do at Camp Kalakwa every year. This time it's going to be uh, outside. The good news is plenty of room and seating for everyone. The bad news is... You're going to be, um, you know, have to deal with the, the weather. But I, I look. Um, we know how fast it can change. Yeah. And it seems like the worst part may be later to tomorrow into Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that still gives their Sunday performances some good time and that kind of thing. Then maybe so. get Saturday in early enough. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But you, you hope Just for the best. Yeah. And, and then you plan for the worst. And yeah. you, yeah. So you bring the appropriate apparel and what have you to protect you and your family. And then hopefully the show. Will still go on. Yeah, Just, be a wise man. Take an umbrella. I saw uh, the three wise men in front of the uh, the stadium the other day. Really? Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was the three Heisman. I like that. They were, uh, that was good. I stole that. Oh, I believe it. I and I, whoever said it, and I heard it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they stole it too. But probably so. But that is still clever. Hey, speaking of the uh, Gators, yep. the Florida Gators will arguably have the toughest season oh, no. in the program's history. Oh, no. Yeah. No. The SEC released the 2024 schedule. Florida has to take on six opponents that ended this season ranked in the top 25. 
Georgia. Yeah. LSU. Yeah. Tennessee. Oh, no. Ole Miss. Uh-huh. And a trip to Austin to take on newcomer Texas. Wow. Then there's non-conference matchups that are not those uh, cupcakes mm. that we used to enjoy. Uh, the home opener is against Miami. You telling me they're not going to be geared up for this? Then UCF in the swamp on October the 5th. And, you know, they've got a chip on their shoulder in half since they were not uh, really ranked high enough on on a couple different occasions. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, then, of course, you have the rivalry game against Florida State again. Wow. And... And then you've got Oklahoma. Well, with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma, the SEC will encompass 16 programs, eliminating divisions with teams playing eight conference games and the top two meeting in Atlanta for the SEC championship. So Gators are going to have a difficult road after a very difficult season to begin with. Looks like. Man, I see what you're talking about. I got to tell you this. If you're playing high-caliber teams – and you can't get things like offsides and personal fouls. Yeah. You can't you can't uh take care of those issues. And no spitting. <laughs> just saying. Can you imagine that? I, you, yeah, you we think just we have to say that. Yeah, we just added to the rule book because yes. some players didn't know that you can't spit in the face of the opposing team. Mm-hmm. <sighs> right. I mean, yeah, you 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 don't like them, you're mad at them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I have a remedy for that, especially in the sports world. It's called winning. Oh. It's called winning. You got a chip on your shoulder? You tough guy? Yeah? You got to win. I should get paid a little bit. Out of the coach's salary, of that, yeah, don't bit. you think? Well, a bit, just a I may have done just else. as much to fire them up right now as yeah. anything else that was effective this year. Well, I want a couple of bucks. I said no spitting. Come on. Give me credit. <laughs> okay, true. Okay. Apparently nobody told them that before ever in their sports career. That's crazy, isn't it? I it thought is. I had another local story. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it's not local. Mm. Is it Florida? No, it's the Federal Reserve. It just happened to be on our little local printout. Okay. Um, The Federal Reserve decided to leave key interest rates alone for the third time this year. Now, personally, I'm happy with that. But I'm not in charge of supposedly keeping things uh, in check like the Fed is. Mm -hmm. Raising the rates is supposed to push down inflation. Now, inflation is at a much better level than it was a year ago. Okay, when it was what, like 9%? And now it's down to 3.1%. Remember, you add those together. Right. So 12 or 13% over the course of a year and a half. That's a 13% decrease in your pay, basically. But 3.1%, it's down to now, which, okay, we're headed in the right direction, but not reaching the 2% target. And this is a self imposed thing that the government slash the Fed kind of agrees on that. When inflation's at 2% or less, there's no need to raise the rates. But it's not. It's 3.1%. So if they followed Hmm. suit with what they normally would do, they would have raised the rates. As much as, like I said, personally, I'm not, I wouldn't be in favor of it, but that's a personal thing. So what's going to happen? Is this done to make people happy? Like the markets reacted very positively. 
the Dow reached over what thirty seven thousand points. I mean, that's huge, especially when you got Biden in office. You're thinking, wow, okay. My 401k says, yeah, I'll take it. Thank you very much. Little, little, little trepidation when I consider what the future holds. But anyway, that aside, so we're not at the 2% target. Okay. So if inflation goes down from here, mm-hmm. then you have to ask the question, how much does the Fed in raising the rate really impact inflation truly? Right. And if it doesn't have that much of an effect, then let's quit jacking it up all the time. Can I because, ask? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, no, I, I I got a conspiracy a conspiratorial question. Does it have to do with the election? Yes. Go right ahead. It seems mm-hmm. that they're playing with their own rules a little bit. They're doing things just in time, kind of like you know, pandemics have in the past, just in time for the election season, in which they're trying to get the lowest-rated president ever in the world, who somehow got the most votes in the world. Uh, re-elected because they want people going into 2024 being optimistic so when they can say hey are you better off than you were whatever you know months or years ago people go well you know i'm feeling pretty good gas prices are down interest rates are down i because we we do things in life by emotion and how we feel and we have a short memory span i just wrote notes before you said the words cheap gas yeah Market up, yeah. inflation rate flat, or maybe coming down, mm-hmm. possibly in the future. Mm-hmm. All things that would set up a, a much more positive recipe as you approach uh, November of 2024. So we are on the same page as far as it's looking at that. Seems obvious to me. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what the clincher will have to be? Uh-oh. But the border. Oh. Biden will have to, I think, have to make a move. Well, and if he even just says things and doesn't even really do anything, True. that's what will make the news, and that'll be enough. And, and yeah, and the news will drum it up. He really yes. does care about border yes. security. Uh, it, it was Trump that left him high and dry and all that mm. other lying stuff. Oh. Yep. All I th- right. I think we're on something here. Or on to something I know. Here. I'm on something. <laughs> on I to something. I always considered you a straight-up potato. Freudian slip there. Yeah. Let's go with the uh, Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Mark. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Um, The Federal Reserve alleges a goal of 2% average inflation across all of time. And as you know, we we just went through that big lump of big numbers. So he is by no means finished. He has to go and reverse, not just get things back down to 2%, but he has to reverse the inflation that occurred the past few years by conducting deflation. We all love lower prices, right? And it's not just his job. As you know, inflation has a variety of sources. So we, again, I, I said it before, we need to chop about 75% of the departments in the government like that Argentine new president is doing. Thanks, guys. Mm, good point. It is uh, 816. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's Friday the weekend. Upbeat, positive, baby. Come on. Download that Odyssey app so you don't miss a minute of the Bob Rose Show. A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey. And search for 97.3 The Sky. We've got a lot more to talk about, including immigration. DHS memo about walls. Interesting. Stay tuned. 97.3 The Sky.
Joe Biden is like the big spender in the champagne room and all these government agencies are thirsty strippers. The Dana Show. He just in their dollar dollar bills, y'all. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. Weekend's here. It is 821. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house as well. And your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It's Friday. One of your top stories, Jake Sullivan, on behalf of the Biden administration, is telling Israel that you need to end the, the intense part of the war. You need to pull it back a little bit. It was just yesterday I had wow. a story where 10 IDF. Uh, soldiers were killed. They were ambushed by Hamas. This is still a, an extremely dangerous situation. Shut up, Jake Sullivan. Yeah. Shut up. And this is an obvious ploy to reach out to the the lefty base of the Democrat Party that is actually, you know, pro-Palestinian, the squads and things like that. Those that have been brainwashed into thinking there is some sort of moral equivalency be, between uh, Israel citizens and uh, and the Palestinians and or Hamas. No, there's not. It, does Israel lob missiles indiscriminately into those areas for no reason? Absolutely um, not. No. For up no. to them, they'd live peacefully. So it's just very, very, very irritating. And uh, it, it, this is an obvious attempt. You know, stay out of their business. Let them conduct this thing. You know, uh, uh, unless, of course, look, if you've got children or families, you know, growing up there, then, yeah, maybe you could have a voice in it. But you don't. You don't. Oh, Jen Psaki. Uh, She is so... You can just stop right there. You know, I mean, it's like like when you mention, you know, Karine Jean-Pierre or, you know, we got a handful of people like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of them. So Jen Psaki, otherwise known as Peppermint Patty, now you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll never get that out of my head, though. She now has uh, herself a, a plum little gig at MSNBC. Shocking. And she Thursday on Deadline, uh, she said that former President Donald Trump was echoing Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What is with these people, Bob? It is shameful that they throw around the Nazi slash Hitler thing in the midst of the recent attack on the Jewish population. Mm -hmm. I mean, how disrespectful can you be, first of all, to that whole scenario and to just what an absolute animal that Adolf Hitler was? Mm Mm-hmm. You do yourself a really a disservice on many different levels when you make these kinds of ridiculous statements. And this is the kind of thing that ratchets things up from a rhetoric perspective that actually gets people hurt. You know, think about it. Yeah. You're saying President Donald Trump was echoing Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler. Let me kind of give you a perspective maybe once and for all. And if you ever hear somebody say something like that. The Nazis and Hitler were absolute masters of propaganda, absolutely utilized propaganda like nobody. You learn about propaganda basically in school and schools of journalism, and they cite as an example the ability for the Nazi Party to rise in power. Mm -hmm. Folks, 
you see how people uh, turn out for Trump events. Right. That would be considered a quiet room compared to the kind of crowds that would come out for Hitler. Oh, they're just lining the streets. Lining the streets 10, 12 deep. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, all in. And they use propaganda to do that. They use lies. Mm -hmm. If anybody is utilizing propaganda in this day and age, it is the political left. All the Democrats, they get the same talking points. There's zero evidence against Joe Biden. That's their latest one. And they figure if they all say it, and then who picks up on it? The media picks up on it. They echo, speaking of echo, they echo it over and over again. And the people start to believe it. Here's uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah. There's no evidence. There's Wait, wait, but there's no evidence. Wait, wait. There is no evidence that the president has done wrongdoing. There's none. Absolutely none. None. And wow. that is just a fact. You've heard it from Republicans themselves. Republicans. You've heard it from Republicans themselves. Real yeah. Republicans are rhinoceroses. Yeah. Name one. Weird animal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it... it You've heard it from Republicans, too. Yeah, like what? Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney? Get out of here. Zero. Zero evidence. That's their talking point. Bank records? They don't think that's evidence. Shell companies? Not evidence. Fake emails. How about that? Fake emails with, yeah, that are Joe Biden's, and that's Uh clear. Mm -hmm. Still, they say no evidence, zero evidence. Oh, 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 red flags from the banking industry. Uh, True, but zero as far as evidence goes in the Democrats. Cancel checks? Zero. But they're there. (laughs) Oh, it's all there. And that body of evidence (laughs) is going to continue to grow as they've gained subpoena powers now by the inquiry. That's a stack of zero evidence there, Bob. Look at all of that zero evidence piled up. But if you if you want to, you know, if you gain a basic understanding of propaganda and all that, it would be very clear, I think, to most Americans that the left is much more successful in engaging in propaganda than the right is. It's clear. And they have 90% of the media on their side. That's, that's the essence of propaganda. Control the media. Duh! Uh, 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. More headlines to get to and uh, reviewing citizenship for mail-in voters. Probably a pretty good idea. We'll see where that goes coming up on 97.3 The Sky. Ho, ho, ho. News for the know-it-all. Merry Christmas, Clark. Sky traffic for the late ones. Slow down. We're going to pull around them and leave them safely behind us. Eat my rubber. Weather for the one who shows up. Drenched. It's Christmas and we're all in misery. We're gift wrapping your morning with news every half hour and traffic and weather together every 15 minutes. Clark, it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Yeah, it looks a little overcast, a little gloomy. That's going yeah. yeah, to slow us down. It's Friday, baby. Yeah. Now you're talking. Happy, happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend. It is 835, and you are tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and I've got Greg's attention because I'm yeah. going to talk about yes. his favorite three-letter word. Yes. Uh, Who's calling you during the show? Come on. Betsy. Does she not know you have a radio job? I, no, it's, I think it's new to her. Oh, <laughs> 
Okay, uh, a three-letter word. That could be a lot of things. Really? Car, gun. Ooh, I didn't think of car. Yeah, is it gun? That is a good one. Is it gun? Gun is gun. Okay, all right. It's a good gun. one. All right, got two gun stories for you. Wow, okay. The Supreme Court has allowed an Illinois law banning high-powered semi-automatic weapons to remain in place. Mm. In a Thursday order with no noted dissents or explanation of the decision, the Supreme Court denied a request from the National Association for Gun Rights which asked for a preliminary injunction. The ban signed by the Democrat Illinois uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker in January includes penalties for individuals who carry or possess, manufactures, sells, delivers, imports, or purchases any assault weapon or 50 caliber rifle. Ooh, those are nice. The law... (laughs) The Same. law also includes statutory penalties for people who sells, manufactures, delivers, imports. Uh, same thing. Uh, oh, the fifty caliber cartridge. So the cartridges as well. Mm-hmm. Any kit or tools used to increase the fire rate of semi-automatic weapon are also included in the ban, which would be what? Those trigger mechanisms, right? Don't they have some of those that increase the rate? And the law includes a limit for purchases of certain magazines. After Thursday's ruling, the law will stay in place while it's litigated in lower courts. Hmm. All right. Meanwhile, Hakeem Jeffries is opening Uh, uh, his nasty pile. So we go from Illinois to Hakeem Jeffries. Does it get any worse than this? I shouldn't ask. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say. Go ahead. Hold hold my magazine. (laughs) House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, a Democrat out of New York, York. Mm -hmm. used a Thursday post on X to claim Mm -hmm. that gun violence is the number one killer of children in America. We've heard this before. Yeah, the verdict is false. Yeah. He put gun violence is a leading cause of death for children in America. House Democrats are ready to act. We need traditional Republicans to break with the mega extremists and join us. It's traditional Republicans who are probably members of GOA or NRA and have guns. Well, I think the way they're using traditional is to separate them from MAGA. In other words, traditional being a good thing, where the rest of us would say rhino or weak or entrenched or wimpy or lightweight or without guts, without courage, without testicular fortitude. Get the point? I think you do. Yeah. Jeffries is not the first Democrat to make the false claim, one based on Centers for Disease Control and Prevention numbers that it focused on causes of death for people zero to 19 Mm -hmm. years of age. Now, why is that important? Because if you include 18 and 19 year olds that are basically gang bangers, drug dealers, 'er ne'er-do-wells, not Mm -hmm. all of them clearly, but a good portion of them are, that that racks it way up to 4,300 in 22 while motor vehicle deaths for the same age range totaled 4,036. So very close when it comes to that. But it's those 18 and 19-year-old mm-hmm. numbers that put the whole category of quote-unquote children. Well, the last time I checked, you're not called a children when you're 18 or 19. You're, you're the age of maturity. And you're probably not even driving at five. Right. If you want to go the other way, yeah. Breitbart pointed out that if you do a custom search on the CDC website, adjust the numbers so that you're limiting the category to actually children, ages 0 through 17, you know, individuals that are actually minors, then the data flips. Mm -hmm. The number of firearm-related deaths for children 0 to 17 was 2,281 in 2020, while the number of motor vehicle deaths for the same age was 2,500. So, look, 
uh, we're not saying that, you know, death uh, via gun violence is is okay. Clearly, it's not. But death by motor vehicle is certainly not okay either. No. And we accept one, we take the trade-off, we go, well, you've got to be able to get to work. This is the, the obvious transportation choice for the vast majority of Americans. But how about we've got to be able to protect ourselves if we're going to have an argument for the item? Well, there's that argument, but really the overarching thing that really eliminates the need for really an argument, because now you're you're almost drawing kind of a parallel. And you're doing not, that old equivalency and thing. not one really. No, because, and I know you know, we're already, yeah, we're, Greg Jones, I got the answer. Yeah. It's that piece of paper. <laughs> Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter. Mr. Cotter. That's right. It's that piece of paper, Bob. That, 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 yeah. That torn document. That old beat up that, that. old rag that Obama didn't think much of called the Constitution. <sighs> That's the difference. And I think there's also a little thing called suicide that they include in there, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes. Which, and again, now, there is the occasional suicide by car, if we're going to, you know, do the equivalent thing. Uh, not near as, as often because, you know, you just don't know. So, that, so intentional self-harm should not be in the same category. No, because if they didn't have a firearm, they would else. find another way to do it, theoretically. Well, of pills, course, anti-gunners yeah. will say, oh, yeah, but it's so easy. It's right there. They could make a split-second uh, decision, which, look, there is some truth to that. I'll acknowledge that. Well, there's bridges, too. There's all kinds of dangers in the world, and there's all kinds of ways to use things as weapon or mm-hmm. ways to self-harm yourself, including you know drug overdoses, jumping off of buildings, bridges, uh, suicide by cop, running in front of traffic. I mean, yeah, there's a number of ways. It's all sad. But I- instead of somebody like a Hakeem Jeffries working on, let's say, I don't know, mental illness. Yeah. Now, wouldn't that really serve everybody? Because anybody suffering from mental illness... Uh, if they're not being treated effectively, could use some help. Mm-hmm. And then also the group that do become, you know, shooters and killers and stuff like that probably um, are dealing with some mental illness. Certainly if they're a, uh, you know, a mass shooter. I mean, if right. they're just going out targeting innocent people, um, members of gangs, it's a little bit different. So mm-hmm. you have to address that a little bit differently. But. This is what Hakeem Jeffries wants and most other Democrats, and that is to take your legal, God-given, enshrined in the Constitution rights away under the guise of they're dangerous, they're bad, they're scary. But the fact of the matter is all kinds of things can be misused and abused. And the the people that would be most affected are actually the law-abiding citizens. You could make the speed limit 30 miles an hour everywhere. Sure. If you're saying if it saves just one life, I'm telling you it would save tens of thousands of lives. Uh-huh. But they won't do that because enough Americans would reject that. Okay? But that's just enough Americans rejecting it. The idea of the gun thing once again reverts back to... A constitutionally protected right. The Constitution doesn't give us the right. The Constitution was set up to protect our God-given rights. And to understand that, you'd have to go back to the Declaration of Independence. And then where do we get these rights from? They're endowed to us by the Creator. The Creator. Government is set up in such a way 
or should be, or could be, theoretically, in our case, it was, it's changing, but it was set up to not decide who gets those freedoms or not. It's to protect those freedoms from Mm -hmm. being manipulated by man, by politician, by an unsavory government. Ooh. Yeah, left don't like that whole creator thing, you know. Big G, capital G. Well, then they should go live someplace that that's not in as part of their uh, founding. Mm, I like that idea. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Tim, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing, guys? Um, you know, I, I, I've told you a bunch of times I'm retired military, and the good thing is I got to hang around with a lot of uh, really high-ranking military leaders, you know, basically talk to them and hear them, sound them out. And one general in regards, I, w- I was asking him what he thought about, you know, gun control, stuff like that. And he said, you know, the, the big thing that people don't understand is the U.S. is the only developed nation to have basically free access to guns. And the whole world sees that. And the whole world is looking, and a lot of the evil in the world is looking, saying, if we can just disarm Americans, we've got the world. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, one of the uh, Japanese imperial leaders during World War II said we'll never be able to effectively invade America. There is a rifle behind every blade of grass. You bet your sweet bippy. Nice landscape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is 845. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The weekend is here, baby. Come on. Top stories and more on the way. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. He brings the brutal truth. Rather than support the Israelis and say, do what you have to do and get this over with, it's being dragged out. Mark Levin. Because Biden does not want Israel to win. Six o'clock on 97.3 The Sky. Little sweaty Teddy cranking up. It's Friday, baby. Come on. The Nuge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Motor City Madman. What a character. I'm oh, like the, I'm the Motor City Madman's little brother. Yeah? Kind of how I look. Well, I was born in Detroit. Yeah. You know? So if he's the madman, that just makes you a little crazy. If you're the little brother. I would say it just makes me more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Talk because about when I'm on my medications, clearly I'm not crazy. Right. <laughs> That's what they all say. Whoever they are. 851, happy Friday. Bob Rose Show rolling. Greg Cassidy is here. Santa Fe College, tip of the hat. They're getting a $3 million Florida job growth grant. And this is to work toward engineering technology. They're expanding what they're doing there. They're creating a situation where people can gain skills that can be put right into the workplace. I like it. They're constructing a new facility. They're going to be having a focus on semiconductor training as part of this whole thing. So uh, tip of the hat to Santa Fe College and the, the uh, president there, Paul Brody, and also our friend Jay Anderson, who uh, you know left us for those much greener pastors. And when I say greener, I mean, you know, fat yeah, paycheck. But, but he has to have a real job. Yeah, there's that. So there is that. There's that. But he's the assistant president. Uh, that's, that's the assistant to the president, Bob. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so he, like, works for Michael. 
in the office. Yeah, kind of like that. He's Dwight. You're it, saying Jay is Dwight Schrute? Well, you, wow. did, you led me into that by setting it up that way. I purpose, think we could I'm have sure. a steel cage match for charity. <laughs> I just stirred the pot enough. There you go. What a Jay. He oh, said it, Jay. Me, he might be at work. I don't know why time. he hates you, Jay. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why he gets spitting mad every time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jay wouldn't do it that way. And then... Yeah. And then he throws stuff at me, and I go, well, no, that's more like what that's Jay would like, do. Yeah. Well, that's just what I'm trying to get your attention when you won't look <laughs> at me like that. I'm trying to find something that I can throw that doesn't make a lot of noise. Well, I had another I had another college story for you since we're doing, you know, a college story. Not as positive in my mind. University of Washington gives volleyball scholarships out to their, you know, women athletes. They only have 12. A lot of people, that's a misnomer that everybody playing in sports in college at the college level is on a scholarship. It's certainly not true. In football, vast majority true, although there's the walk-ons and uh, sometimes they get lucky and get into one. But for the most part, that's your vast majority of scholarships go to the football programs because they bring in the most revenue. For baseball at UF, I know at one point it was only 11 or 11 and a half scholarships, so they do the best they can with what they have to work with. University of Washington, same thing. you got a, a volleyball squad, and you can only offer 12 scholarships. Now think about that. That's freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors. When you start to spread it out, there's not much. So there's a lot that aren't getting scholarship money. But they found a way to give money to uh, one volleyball player who was not Born a woman, Tate Dragaset, 17-year-old transgender girl mm-hmm. labeled, who apparently began transitioning at the age of 12, made a verbal commitment to attend the school in June and will be awarded one of Washington's Division I athletic scholarships, one of only 12 that the school has to give out. Imagine if you're a parent or a gal, you know, a real one, uh, that that is your goal and that's where you want to go. And there's only 12 and one of them went to somebody that was born a dude. How disappointing and frustrating. It's disappointing, frustrating, and, and, and we know it's wrong. Oh, yeah. And why the parents put up. I know why they put oh. up with it. They're afraid. But, if, but there's more of them than leadership at the, and I use that word very loosely, than leadership at these schools. You're absolutely right. And I, and I said as much earlier, but... I can tell you when you're in that position of a parent. I guess so. The other parents, if their kid is being treated okay, they're like, ah, I'm not going to rock the boat. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't want my kid to suffer. I don't want to step out, even Mm -hmm. though maybe I should. Um, But there's the fear of reprisals and all that, especially when it's going to come back and hurt your child, not you. A lot of parents are like, oh, man, I'll I'll walk through a den of bees and, uh, and, you know, Live tigers and stuff to to rescue my child, but but I don't want to throw my child into that yeah. situation. So anyway, now mm-hmm. this Tate Dragaset has been operating as a girl mm-hmm. uh, for so long that a lot of people aren't even aware that mm-hmm. this person is transgender. Right. But he she has won all kinds. Of you know high school level uh, awards, California Interscholastic Federation's Division Five Player of the Year, twenty two to twenty three, uh, MVP at the girls' junior national championships. Despite the well known accolades, uh, it's less known that Dragaset is transgender and was born a male. None of his team, schools, or volleyball associations have revealed that he is a male playing as transgender girl. Well, if, if- if you got him on your team, you're not going to want to spread the word. 
Well, and, and this becomes a very uncomfortable position for many of the female athletes. Yes. I know in the case of that Leah Thompson, uh, that uh, Miss Riley came out and said he was changing in front of them in the locker room. Yeah. That's disturbing. You know, you shouldn't be subjected to that. No. 8.56 on the Bob Rose Show. The 9 o'clock stretch is coming up on 97.3 The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. My father was not financially involved in my business. What we want is the facts. Contempt of Congress. As it happens. Investigation about public corruption at the highest level. The evidence mounting against the president cannot be ignored. The news station. Ukraine and other issues. We have to secure America's border first. Congress needs to pass the supplemental funding. The Fed now signaling three interest rate cuts. All the news you need for your day. Tell your smart speaker to play 97.3 The Sky. What is going on here? It's called Friday, baby. We bang on the drum. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy's here. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer's always yes. As we bid adieu, goodbye to Kevin McCarthy, uh, Speaker Emeritus. Kevin McCarthy said goodbye to his constituents and colleagues in the House on Thursday, uh, the last day in session as a member. He announced back December 6th he'd be stepping down at the end of the month. Now, what do you think he's going to do? I know that he's on record saying if offered, he would consider a position in a Trump administration. Yeah. But I thought it was so, I don't know, just touching when he got up and and was standing in front of everybody and just sort of going, I'm so glad we've had this time together. It was just, it was very I didn't touching. hear him sing. You missed that? Oh, yeah. You thought Did he Ke- really sing? No, he didn't. <laughs> you thought Carol Burnett wow. was back. Because, I mean, I caught a little piece of it. I'm thinking, well, if they're going to show a little soundbite from yeah. there, they would mm-hmm. probably show that, I would yeah. think. Although it was a very, um, I don't know, it, it came off very humble, I thought, and very touching. I mean, for McCarthy, you know, could, you know. I just, you know what, I, I've been so burned oh, for so I, long by so many that, I know. oh, look, I was a big fan of George W. Bush. I know. And he's not big part of some big war machine. He's not this, he's not that, mm. he's not entrenched and all that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, look, don't get me wrong, it's still better than having a Democrat in office, but... Um, yeah, but yeah, when, he was kinda... for, when he voted for Condi, now we like her, you know, we like Condi mm-hmm. Rice, but when he voted for her instead of Trump... Eh, come on. Really? Yeah, that, you know, yeah, that was uh, a uh, irritating. Yeah, it was a problem. And then yeah. uh, you know, Mitt Romney. Look, I, I oh, supported we, him back in the we day. Liked him. Yeah. Boy, yeah, I had him fooled. on the air, and I, I just I knew about his track record, and I go, man, this guy is solid. Yeah. And uh, I was wrong, or, or they well, changed. I mean, who knows? He, he wasn't saying then the things he said for the last couple of years, though. He's the one that switched, so. Well, it's which teams on and us. it is part of that uh, Trump. Uh, what do you call it? The Trump syndrome. Yeah, derangement syndrome. Derangement. Yeah, yeah true. I guess it affects Republicans as well, well as Democrats. Him, Christie, Cheney. They've been hanging around too much because apparently it's contagious. I just got to tell you, you know how can how can the government expect to have any kind of credibility with the American people with the things that they've done? We we know, mm-hmm. you know, with some of the FBI, uh, you know, folks, and we know the IRS under uh, um, 
Oh, what's her face? Anyway, we, we know that they targeted Tea Party yep. folks. And, and then now, look, you've got the Department of Energy. They're worried about what kind of ceiling fan you have oh. in your house, that it's not efficient enough. And th- by their own numbers, it would cost ceiling fan manufacturers here in the U.S. $86 million hmm. a year. For the manufacturers, I guess, to be able to build something that's on par with what they expect in terms of efficiency. I mean, it's a ceiling fan. Yeah. I can't imagine they're huge electrical draws anyway. And they used to tout how great they were because they help you with your climate control in your home and all that kind of thing. Let me tell you the secret behind the, the ceiling fan is, and I'm, I was guilty of leaving mine on all the time. Mm-hmm. To get it to the temperature that would be determined even if you're running it all the time yeah can also be done by running it for about three minutes on average really you'll attain that same kind of temperature and effect mm-hmm. moved enough air for it to make a difference about three minutes so once you've circulated and you've mixed the air per yeah. se it's yeah. it's not going to get any better right you know what i mean yeah, so leaving it on sense. yeah i get it so just a little uh Little note there a little for public you. service announcement from hey, Bob man, Rose. When you were paying GRU bills when I, you know, when I was living here in Gainesville, still am. Yeah. Ah, uh, you look for anything. Okay. No, good point. Good yeah. Point. I took all the light bulbs out of all the lights. That way, I didn't have to yell at the kids to turn the light off. <laughs> it's like, no, you're going to live in total darkness because we can't afford oh, to have a light on. I love it. Republicans on the Senate Committee on Rules and Administration, led by Senator Katie Britt, a Republican out of Alabama, have introduced legislation that would, are you ready, Mm -hmm. give states the power to verify the American citizenship of applicants registering to vote via mail. Okay, this is one of those where it sounds really good, but there's a little thing that triggered. Give states the power. What about the states who don't want the power, who want illegals to vote? Then they can kind of opt out, if you will, I guess. But the, so, so my point being, it, it may not help as much as it could slash should because the ones who want to mess with elections just won't conform. It feels like we almost need a requirement for them to check the citizenship of people who vote. Now you're on to something. In this day and age, in the era of computers and technology and always wanting more, 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 are you telling me that there isn't already an effective system in place that would verify almost automatically the citizenship status of someone? Mm -hmm. And you, you don't? I mean, I get it. Back in the day... Um, it was the threat that you're committing a felony if you vote and you're not legally entitled to do that. It right. still is a felony. Right. But but they've caught on, by and large. Those who want to cheat have caught on to the fact that nobody ever gets caught, with mm-hmm. very, very, very few exceptions. Very few. So there are those who would always look to gain an advantage by cheating or those that will cheat for something in return. We don't have all of the things in place, all of the filters, all of the benchmarks, all of the guards in place to ensure that only citizens should be able to vote. We don't have those in place. Mm -mm. So my question is, why? Why don't we? Well, we know why. Because 
the more complicated and diverse you can make the system and change it from not just state to state, but in some cases, precinct to precinct, meaning using different equipment, different ways to calculate, all, all of the things, when, when you do that, you, you create an opening mm-hmm. for uh, tomfoolery. You, you create that opening. And if the people that are running the polling booths slash locations are in on it. And, and it gives them the ability to cover their corruption. So we need we need it to be done better. Mm-hmm. But as long as anybody is gaining the system, gaming or gaining, whatever they're doing, they're gaining an advantage, they don't want that to change. No. So these Republicans, they're good. good. You're it's, trying. It's yeah. You're trying. This week, Britain fellow Republicans introduced the Citizen Ballot Protection Act which would give states the ability to more accurately verify that only American citizens are being approved for voter registrations. Britt said the registration is necessary as several blue states, counties, and cities pass ordinances that are opening voting rights up to foreign nationals. Now, it's only for municipal elections because it would still be against federal law to vote in a federal election. Right. If you're not a citizen, it's against the law. The states cannot overrule that. But what the states or some cities, municipalities have done is they said, look, yeah, we know these people are illegal, but they're part of our community and they should have a voice in that community. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to allow them to vote, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. Absolutely. On every level. Is citizenship something that is supposed to be special or not? I always thought of it as something special. Mm -hmm. Now, we're fortunate, most of us. We're born into it. Others made huge sacrifices to become part of it, to yeah. be accepted and to gain citizenship. It should have some value, and part of that value is the ability to vote. It shouldn't just be given away to anyone. But, yeah, you get used to voting. People say it's okay to go vote. Mm-hmm. You show up at a federal election, you claim ignorance. If you're caught, chances of getting caught are extremely, extremely low. Plus, you're helping put people into office that you want in office at those lower levels you're getting your people in at the local level and then they work themselves up yep 916 on the bob rose show greg cassidy is here the weekend is here hang in there my friends much more to come things that make you smile is about 30 minutes away on 97.3 the sky or the odyssey app a-u-d-a-c-y download it today and search for 97.3 the sky John Hannity. Guess who takes the chair of the U.N. Human Rights Council? Weekdays, 3 p.m. This is the same Iran that puts women to death for not wearing a head cover. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Nine twenty one on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Jake Sullivan opening his pie hole, trying to tell Israel how to conduct a war. Uh, yeah, right after ten of their IDF soldiers got ambushed and killed, hmm. he's going to tell them that, or he has told them 
Yeah, the intense part of it. Yeah, ratchet back on the intense part of the war. Yeah, Hamas really, you know, they slowed down on October 7th, and there was a lot less intensity when they were cutting heads off of babies, burning them, murdering, raping. You know, that was a lot less intense at some point. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. Shut up. Demographic, uh, democratic, (laughs) democratic, democratic Latino politicians are demanding President Joe Biden protect the interests of foreign migrants, regardless of the huge civic and pocketbook damage to the unhyphenated Americans, Latino Americans, and legal immigrants. We are here to protect immigration as it is, so says Representative Nanette Berrigan from California, a Democrat, obviously, told an audience of legislators, activists, and media at a December 13th rally beside the Capitol. The rally called on President Joe Biden to deny any significant concessions to GOP negotiators in the debate over his demand for $14 billion in emergency funds to accelerate and hide his migration flood and funds for wartime aid for Israel and Ukraine. Barragon said, let me put it a little differently. We're here to call on President Biden and Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to reject the immigration and border bills at the hands of Republicans and the ongoing negotiations around the supplemental emergency funding bill. Hmm. So you're saying you don't want border security. That, that, that's what she is clearly saying. We don't want the border to be secure. You want foreign nationals to have unfettered access to the interior of our nation, knowing full well that many come without identification and background checks. The system is overwhelmed, so most of them won't get certainly not an effective background check. And yet still knowing that we still at least a couple hundred people show up on the terrorist watch list. These aren't people who would give you their real name, but somehow uh, through a tough process, we were able to discover that. How many hundreds didn't go through that kind of scrutiny? Hmm. How many crossed the border that we didn't know about? All of these things happen because we're being overwhelmed. All of these things happen because we don't have a secure border. All of these things happen because we're not picking and choosing who can come in because the border is so wide open. Everybody who wants to come in is coming in. And you think that is a good thing i is there a lot of democrats that you think really feel the same way i know there's a segment that do is that a broad segment am i have i been wrong on the immigration issue and the ill effects via national security issues via fentanyl overdoses via human trafficking and selling children into sexual slavery have i been wrong on all that no i think they just believe the lies Do they deny that those things that I mentioned, do they deny that they exist or do they say that's just collateral damage? The most important thing is we're letting a whole bunch of people in and have a chance for a better life. Well, let's take a look at the signs in the liberal yards. No one is illegal. Well, then we should do away with trespassing laws. And if you want to go into a liberal's house, go ahead. I mean... What are they going to do? They're not going to shoot you. They, they hate guns. No, they don't like a wall or a, or a gate or, or anything else, So, but they've got locks on their house. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yes. Did I prompt something? Yes, you did. Oh, good. <laughs> I love it when the government tells on itself about how stupid they are. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah. Yes. True. Border walls are the most effective tool for stopping illegal immigration at the United States-Mexico border. We know this. No, no, no. Wait. What? This was in a memo. Okay. This wasn't sent from Republican to Republican. This wasn't sent from xenophobic, hateful people to other xenophobic, (laughs) hateful people. Okay. This is based on fact as via the internal... Department of Homeland Security. Uh-oh. In their memo, they clearly state, <laughs> and this was, by the way, conducted in June of 2017, and the uh, commissioner for the uh, CBP back then was Kevin uh, McArlinen, and it was obtained and reviewed by Immigration Law Institute following a public records request. This happened in 2017. Wow. We wouldn't know about it if somebody didn't do a public records request because this was never made public. This was an internal document. So the internal memo examined 25 areas at the border and ultimately recommended the construction of a border wall in every area. Further, a border wall was found to be the most cost-effective tool for DHS to deter illegal immigration. Their own fact-finding mission, their own internal memo of the Department of Homeland Security. So the Biden administration is going against once again these steps that even DHS promotes and agrees with that a border wall is not just effective, it is the most cost effective way to stop illegal immigration. Wow. 928 on the Bob Rose Show, but you know, politics trumps all, right? We hope it's Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. 15 minutes away from things that make you smile. I know. You got to try to stay positive, even in the middle of all this stuff. You're listening to News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Twas the days before Christmas and throughout the station. The sky's on alert for any news breaking. From local and national breaking news that unravels to the traffic congestion that can halt your travels. With heated opinions, fighting libs, lack of reason, we wish you the best this holiday season. Happy holidays! Decking your halls with news, weather, and traffic. And talk 24-7 that matters. Merry Christmas from News Talk 97.3. The Sky. All right, let's see what Greg has planned for this segment in the show. As executive producer, I'm just handing him the reins. Morning, Greg. What you got? Good morning. What do you got for us? Oh, we just got stacks of stuff. That's what we've still got. Even though it's uh, coming up on 937, we've still got stacks of stuff. Look at you with a little time check in there for Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, 937, 23 away from uh, 10 o'clock. Hey, everybody. It's a radio show we're going to put together for you with a cast of thousands. And you got to double time the time when you time. (sighs) Yeah, it's the Sky Morning Zoo, everybody. Welcome. What an era. (laughs) A lot of of crazy stuff happened. I'll I'll never forget one of the morning zoos uh, in St. Louis. It was when Stevie Nicks had gone off. She was doing her solo career. She was coming to town. They did the entire show singing into or talking into electric fans. Oh, really? So they would have that vibrato making fun of Stevie Hmm. Nicks. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was their idea. So I wonder how the show sounded when Peter Frampton came to town. 
Do you feel like we do? Casey, wow. Yeah. Wow, he got in yeah. a plug for Casey, huh? The pig? Mm-hmm, yep. All Sweet right. Meat was his name. Sweet Meat? Yeah, that was his name. That was their mascot? Yep. And for years, it, it, it just shows a cultural transition. Uh, so you got this pig. He's, you know, got a leather jacket on sometimes, whatever. He's kind of this tough character. Oh, didn't he smoke? He, he, that's where I was going. He had a Sorry. joint in his mouth. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just self-rolled tobacco. Yeah, right. Times were tough in St. Louis, I tell you. <laughs> and then they took it out, and then at some point they put it back, I think. I so. remember in the early 70s when the economy went down. I mean, it was tough out on the streets. I saw several young men sharing a self-rolled <laughs> cigarette. Self-rolled. Those were tough times, I tell you. I like that. That was a rough neighborhood I grew up in. Yeah, how rough yeah. was it? Well, even the babies wore leather diapers, I tell you. I probably have to trademark that. Yeah, probably. Rodney Dangerfield, sorry. Well, you've gone through uh, Sam Kennison and now yeah. Rodney Dangerfield today. Yeah, and there's some other guy I've been watching on the you know the reels that come across on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's Tom something. Okay. And he looks just so average, and that's kind of part of his shtick. Right. So he does all these double entendres, and uh, he's okay. really good at it. Too bad I can't remember his name. Tom Cotman, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh you've like heard that. of him? Yeah, yeah. I know, I See, know I'm about. so like un, kind of unplugged from the whole comedy thing and have been for yeah. you know, a pretty long time, other than you know, some of the really big uh, names. But yeah, so I just kind of discovered him by going through those silly little reels that come up, which I mentioned this earlier. I'll say it again. Oh, I think I know what this is connected to. While I'm watching those reels, yes. Yes. I, I, I'm not receiving phone calls, like not even receiving notification. You know how it usually pops up? Uh-huh. No. Now, if someone sends me um, a text, right. now that prompt will pop up, but the phone thing, no. Nothing. Odd. Not a not a, get into your settings and see if there's something. Not weird. a vibration, nothing. Uh, that's odd. Unless they think that your reels are so much more important than anything that anybody would be calling you about. I was watching a guy build a log cabin, like, out in the woods on the side, like, near a river or something, and doing it all from almost, like, wood scraps to some extent. And you know how they go through it and make it faster than, obviously, the process is. But it was still, it's, I don't know, it's almost, like, therapeutic to watch him cut all these pieces of wood a certain size mm-hmm. and then how he even like conditioned the wood to use as like roofing oh, wow. tiles even though it's wood you know burn it like like singe it That's i guess maybe gives it a uh, some of a waterproofing effect yeah. maybe huh like an old way to do it right and yeah so i just yeah i was like wow i i get like reeled in by that stuff and then you're getting phone calls that you're not getting basically and then getting catching Yelled some <clears throat> flack, flack. Not Aflac, just Flock. That's why I need to buy a new jacket. Really? Flack jacket. Uh, you can tell when uh, Bob started this segment, he basically gave the impression he had absolutely nothing to talk about. Hmm. That's kind of how we got That's not we true. We, we have, well, there are things to talk about. No, no, no. I, no, I've been... Look, when we're on a break, I am studying hard for the next segment to make sure that it is compelling, entertaining, and enlightening. And this one... Fits all the category. (laughs) Plus, it has nudity in it, and that makes Greg cringe. But to me, it's part of the formula of making a good cake. Not making a cake. What does nudity have to do with cake? Never mind. I don't. I would come by the house one day. I'll show you. But I withdraw the question. But knock first. I withdraw the question. Boy, it's Friday, isn't it? Yeah. And it's the last segment before things that make you smile. So that's why. 
Well, and it fits in with some other things we've talked about. University of Washington volleyball scholarship. Yes. They only get 12 to give to the the girls' volleyball team. Right. They gave one to a trans Uh, player. Yeah. So there's that. But wait, it goes a step further. Oh, no. I mentioned, I go, you know, even with changing facilities, it creates a problem. Right. Just like that Leah Thompson, he was changing in front of those young ladies, uh, you know, those swimmers. Listen to this. The parents of young female athletes have spoken out after a transgender swimmer competed in women's events and shared a locker room, and even there were children there. Oh, Okay, this was during a meet in Canada. Right. Did I mention the age of the trans swimmer? How old? 50. And he's in front of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 50-year-old transgender Swimmer. Several parents spoke to the Toronto Sun following this. They call it the 2023 Trojan Cup. Oh, my goodness. I didn't make up the name. In Barrie, Ontario, December 1st through the 3rd, concerns that Melody Wisehart, a transgender swimmer, competed in events with teenage swimmers, if that's not bad enough, and then shared a locker room with their children. Oh, my goodness. 50 competed in several events at the East Bayfield Community Center where the meet was held, including the women's 1,500-meter freestyle for athletes 16 years and older. Weishart placed second, second in the event. Wow. You're 50 years old. Right. I mean, so you're still in good shape. You mm-hmm. can swim fairly fast. But against other men, uh, maybe not so much. Wow. But, yeah, the age groups for the entire meet range from 8 and younger to 16 and older. It's all so confusing for the kids, one parent told the Toronto Sun. No one is comfortable. Everybody is accepting of all people, but them swimming against our kids and being in the locker room with them is not appropriate. See, we joked yesterday about the the guy winning, you know, the whole bicycle thing because you said, why don't he go against, you know, kids on a tricycle? Well, this is the exact analogy, except it's real. Competing against kids. Come on. I might set out Mm. to break every single Pop Warner football record ever achieved because I self-identify as a child. Yeah. I will suit up, and I am going to play fullback. Mm -hmm. I am going to be like a little Mike Allstott. I guess I would be a little compared to him, but I will be much yes. bigger than the kids. Than the nine and ten year olds I plan on playing against. Oh my goodness. Is this ridiculous? And it keeps going on. We must comply with both provincial law and municipal policy aligning with the human rights policies on preventing discrimination. It's how, not discrimination. How about uh preventing I don't know, perversion? Yeah. Swim meets are normally conducted in facilities open to the public, and minors routinely share change room space with adults. It's not the point. With regard to questions over different ages and or genders being seated in the same heat, Swimming Canada stated there are, however, a variety of situations where this can occur in open meets seated by entry times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Still messed up. If you're swimming in an open category and mm-hmm. it's and it's you know males and females or whatever, yeah, okay. If you know that's what it is and it's what you're signing up for, but sure, you shouldn't get an award okay. based on how you finish as a female when you're a biological male. No, and you certainly shouldn't be sharing locker room facilities 
yeah. with uh, girls and women. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't think. I mean, think it just... Take us back a few years. Where, where, and when would this be okay? Oh, no. Where's the Where's the common sense police? The logic police, and there people are afraid to speak up. They're going to be ostracized. Mm-hmm. Uh, their kids could be punished in some way, shape, or form when it comes to some of this league play or league contests or whatever. And and yeah, they're they're afraid of being called a hater, a homophobe, a transophobe, or whatever. Right. And you're not being hateful. You're saying, look, my job as a parent is to protect my children. Right. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. And and if the school is not going to you make arrangements to keep your children safe, then you're going to have to do the only thing you can do. Take your child out of that program. And if enough parents do it, they'll make changes. Absolutely. They just need to stand up and do it. Yeah. In mass. Especially when you're talking about meets or these bigger competitions or these larger competitions that are kind of privately right. held, especially because they are huge money makers. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to go to the, you know, uh, participate in karate tournaments back in the day. And even back then, I think they were getting like, I don't know, 50 bucks, 50 bucks. Right. And I'm sure it's probably 100 or maybe even more now to compete in a tournament. So the people that put them on are making money. Now, it is hard work, and there's a lot to do, especially if you're going to do it effectively and safely and fairly. But aside from the cost of the room and uh, some trophies, that's all profit. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden your participation drops in half, yeah, because you've got somebody who's biologically a male competing mm-hmm. against a female, they'll make changes. You bet. Follow the money. Uh-huh. 9.47 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and it's time for things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts. Account your blessings kind of a thing, right? No matter what's going on, there's good things that are happening. Share those with us. 877-975-9825. And it's sponsored by Robin Larson Dental. Call now. There is an absolute strategy to get Western governments to turn on Western citizens. And by Western, I mean anything that's free. On 97.3, the sky. Tell me you will stay. Make me smile. Good morning and welcome. Time now for things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts that you share with us. And it's brought to you by the best dentist in the whole world, Robin Larson Dental. So, things that make you smile. Call in with them right now, 877-975-9825. And Mark, what's making you smile? Hey, good morning, uh, Greg and Bob. Um, what's making me smile is we're going to get our nice pre-winter drenching starting around uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow. And I've, I've looked extensively at it at weather.com. It's just going to be a mild, steady drenching with mild winds. And it's going to be beautiful, you know, for the... Even though the grass is all screwed up now, it's going to be helpful. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's it's good for the ducks, but our friends that are putting on a road to Bethlehem might find it a bit challenging. I say continue to pay attention to the weather, and as far as I know, at Camp Kalakwa, uh, the show will still go on, at least for now, and they have shows planned on both Saturday and Sunday. Gates open at 445. They seat you for the show, which is outside nice. at 630. 
So just if you dress appropriately and all that, uh, you should be fine. Yeah. But I don't want to speak for them. But as far as I know, it's all still on. And the whole idea of that, the reason for the season and the way that they present it makes me smile. Coming up next, the smoking gun. That's brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Latest news. Israel. The Hamas terrorists. On the go. Iran, China, Russia, North Korea. we got to stop the spending. Speaker of the House. You want to get Trump at any cost? Sky News. Anywhere you are. Downloaded the app. Now I can stay in the know. And hear this guy crystal clear. Everywhere. I like that it's local. GRU. Education freedom. Download it now. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Love the app. I listen on the go. Easy to get my news. Because they're a lot more convenient. This. Inflation. Bidenomics. His news talk. Sell access to Joe Biden. 97.3. The Sky. Around our country. Sean Hannity. The chanting. This world's gone mad. Anybody with a conscience knows who the victim is. On 97.3 The Sky. Time now for The Smoking Gun. Brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. A Georgia woman turned 108 Tuesday. Flora Mae White, born December 12, 1915. She said she faced some hard times, but the Lord blessed me with everything and the good times always outweighed the hard times. She said, treat people right and you'll live a long time. You have to give up your right to live. I cried many days. Sometimes I was wrong. Sometimes I was right. But I've lived a good, blessed life. Well, there you go. And on that occasion with 108 candles, that would make that a smoking cake. And a smoking cake just happens to be your smoking gun today. The Smoking Gun is brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg Cassidy, I'm Bob Rose. God bless you and your whole family. Have a great, safe weekend. See ya. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.